the power of God at work in us gives us the capacity to shut up and shut down the activities of the enemies. And those who focus on the word of God with the right motive, the more they look, the more they see. Those who focus on the word of God with the wrong motive, the more they look, the less they see. There are some who see the word of God as history. Some see it as stories of, you know, heroes of faith. And for, for people like us, we see the word of God as God himself. Are we together? Everybody's perspective, they are correct with the way they see it. For philosophers, they see the word of God as a place whereby they will study the character of people and how they behave. And for some, they see it as God himself. This will take us to the message titled, Entering God's Kingdom. Hallelujah. Can we pray? Thank you. Our Lord and Savior, we thank you for yet another privilege to share out of the wealth of your knowledge. We thank you for giving us the privilege to share out of your body, soul, and spirit. As we share, may it nourish our spirit, souls, and body in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Entering God's kingdom. God's word is alive and active. And God's word is an extension of God. God's word is spirit and life. If God's word is spirit and life, and God is a spirit, that means his word is an extension of God. Let's go to the book of John chapter 1 from verse 1. Quickly. John chapter 1 verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word is God. If we focus on the word of God long enough, with sincere hunger for God, we'll begin to see God in the way He wants to be seen. Everybody's perspective is exclusive to Him or her. But when you patiently pay attention to the Word of God, you'll see the Word of God from the right angle. It wants to be seen and not from the perspective of how you are because the word of god is multi-dimensional is ever evolving this way you look at the word of god today through meditation you see another side to it another time again you see, check the same word of god you see another side to it again i don't see the word of god as instructions anymore i see it as extension of him. So when I receive it in my spirit, I've received God in my spirit. Somebody's getting it. The word of God is not just only to be obeyed, but to be aligned with. 
depending on the angle you are seeing it from. If you have entered into the word of God, just like David, the word of God will be your place of safety. He said the word was my stay. In other words, when he was going through hardship, the word of God is the presence of God. In other words, the word of God is his hiding place. In other words, he is describing the word of God as a place, not as an instruction now. The word of God is multidimensional in nature, depending on the angle you are seeing it from. When the, the Lord wanted to rescue the of Israel out of Egypt, after he has brought them out, he knew that they have spent a long time under captivity, under oppression. And the only way he could deposit a residue of himself in them, through his word, is by giving them a law, which we call the Ten Commandments. Those Ten Commandments were not just instructions. They were God's extension in order for him to recognize himself in them. That's if they allow the word of God to have his way in their, in their hearts, through obedience. People would think that, you know, God was still very much angry, but God's love language towards his people sounded like, thou shalt not. Simply because the children of Israel, they have lived under the captivity of negativity. So in order for him to minister to them, he had to use the words that sounded like what? Negativity. Thou shalt not. Not is a negative statement. For those who understand the laws of attraction, there was no way God Almighty would have told them, go like this. He had to use the word thou shalt not because the only language their captors used on them when they were under captivity was what? Restrictions, restrictions, and restrictions. Their instructions are more of what? Restrictions. That was the reason why when God Almighty would begin to administer himself to them, he needed to start with what? Thou shalt not. It doesn't mean that he wanted to give them a law out of hatred. He spoke to them in the language they will be able to understand as at that time. Entering God's kingdom. God Almighty was trying to introduce them to his kingdom. But at that time, they were still very, very, in fact, captivity, slavery was still in their DNA. There was a point they told Moses, have you brought us here to suffer and to kill us? In other words, they preferred where they used to be than the process they were going through, which would lead them to redemption. Because they have spent a longer time under what? Suffering. If you have ever encountered a person who accidentally rose up to the position of leadership, putting others down, it may be that he came from a generation of what? Those who have been oppressed. Because the only thing they understand is what? The language of oppression. So they would like to also oppress others. The word is life. is an extension of who is saying it. Because the word of God is spirit and life. The words we speak are also spirit and life.
So every word is an extension. If you receive it through the gateway to the soul, which are your ears and your eyes, when you receive it, you will get an extension of who is what communicating to you. So you Christian, if you want to understand what it means to enter into God's kingdom, the word of God connotes the presence of God. The God of that presence has a kingdom. God has a kingdom. And once you are in the presence of God, you are already in his kingdom. Like I said earlier on, the Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And we are just run into. So, the word of God can also be a place you can also enter into. And everything that has to do with that place will be where you would be. So, if you take in the word of God, in order to run into the presence of God, you can actually be in God's kingdom because the word of God is God. God has a kingdom. You are in his kingdom. Everything his kingdom entails will become your reality. If you are to go into the word of God with the intention of entering into God's kingdom because you love God, the more you look at the word of God, the more you see. If you are to seek the face of God or study the word of God because you want to use the power to, you know, become more powerful, to taunt and to hunt your neighbors, to use it against other people, the more you look at the word of God, the less you'll be seen. The word of God is God himself. And God is love. So, for you to enter God's kingdom, first and foremost, the first instruction God gave Moses towards the children of Israel is to love the Lord their God with all their hearts. The entrance gate into ancient God's kingdom must be through the door of love. If you cannot love God genuinely or you want to love God because you believe that he has solved somebody's problem and you believe that he can also solve yours, you have not begun your journey. You must love God for every reason and for no reason. Not because of what he can do for you or what he can do for others but you love him for him if your motive of focusing on the word of god is to be able to reply the enemies that has once kept you under oppression the more you look the less you will see because sometimes that which you want to reply or you want to destroy god almighty may say have another plan had it been the apostles of old leverage on the power they were under to destroy Saul who persecuted them and the gospel. They wouldn't have gotten 
the best out of Apostle Paul. They would have limited what God intended for Saul. Saul later became the man who interpreted the scriptures, the words of Jesus, even better than those who saw Jesus Christ in person. Moses was not there when the creation began. Moses was born much later. He was born when the children of Israel have gone into captivity. But Moses was given an account of the creation. Moses was narrating the account of creation as if he was there. In other words, he was able to connect. His spirit was hungry enough to connect with the Spirit of God through focusing on the Word of God. Hallelujah. What am I trying to say in essence? If you must enter into God's kingdom, you must be ready to spend time in focusing on the word of God long enough until you are able to encounter the raw nature of God through that same word. Because there's a way you focus on the same word again and again, maybe via meditation. And as you focus on it, I mean with genuine love, you begin to see it from another angle again until you begin to see God from the way he wants to be seen. And once you begin to see God the way he wants to be seen, you can be said to have gained admission into God's kingdom. This must have taken place after you must have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's why I said, if you must enter into God's kingdom, Christ says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. To be born again is to be reprogrammed to see things the way God is seeing them. Bible says, can three dwell together or can two walk together except they agree? They must reverse three. In other words, they must share the same view. Can you be in a relationship with somebody you don't share the same view with them? Before you see God very well, you must be able to see things from his own view. And uh, if you are paying less attention, you can see that I'm saying pay, pay, pay. Pay the price of attention. Because the more you pay attention on God's word, the more the word will have his way in the midst of your spirit. And once the word of God have his way in the midst of your spirit, you are embodying the presence of God. The presence of God connotates the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God connotates authority, power, everything that you're looking for. Provided you are not going into it in order to taunt your oppressors. Once the light of God comes into you through his word, then you can shine in darkness. Once you now embody the word of God, your situation will, they will try, but they will not be able to succeed. Do not separate yourself from the word of God. Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, he says, man shall not live by food alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. 
the word of God is multi-dimensional. The word of God is a place. The word of God is God. The word of God is the kingdom of God. Provided you are able to focus on him. Let me use the word him, which is the word of God. Until you see him the way he wants to be seen. The word of God is not history alone. It's an unveiling of the kingdom of God in man. Luke 17, 21. I said the word of God would unveil the kingdom of God on the inside of you. Then you can do all things. You can recover all that you have lost. Because you now embody the power that made the heaven and the earth. You can shut up the enemies and shut down the kingdom of darkness. You now possess the decentralized authority of God within you, which gives you the privilege to operate just as God will operate in any circumstance, just as Christ will operate. Am I communicating? Christ came to express on view the design God Almighty has for you and me. That was why when he was to pray, his prayer goes thus, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Christ came to bring his kingdom within you and me. Once you have the presence of Christ in you and the blood of Jesus has been shed, the blood of Jesus Christ will wash away the brainwash that has been done by the enemies that makes you see yourself as a created object other than God's image. You sharing in his likeness. Christ came to deliver you from what? The brainwash that makes you see yourself as an object that was created. Am I communicating? To see yourself as who was made in God's image and likeness. And you can only enter easy access. Tell anybody easy access through the ministration of the word of God on the inside. God told Ezekiel to go to the valley of the dry bone. He said, prophesy. He says, speak that the bones may live. And Ezekiel spoke. The army that were dead for long. I mean, that were without flesh. Flesh began to come to bones. Am I communicating? He prophesied and life came into those bones that have come together with flesh and they began to live. That was where the song that came. Dry bones shall rise again. That was where it came from. Dry bones that were dead in the valleys of dry bones lived. Am I communicating? Flesh came. Am I communicating? And they began to, they came back to life. They rose again. The word of God. The word of God is the extension of God. 
is the extension of life. I mean, the word of God connotes all that God embodies. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Bible said the word became flesh. The words became what? Ezekiel's word became and dwelt among the flesh. The bones lived. John said it. The Bible says light shineth in darkness. Darkness comprehends it not. If you can take your time to feast on the word of God with love for God, you possess the nature of God. You possess the kingdom of God which connotates his presence. And once you are there, you are there. For the better version of you to be born. Because if you see gold in his raw form, it will make no meaning to you. But when you see gold in the refined form, you begin to admire the beauty of gold. I work together. So as a child of God's kingdom, your own trial is only there to refine, reform, and uh, prepare, beautify, and unleash the beautiful version of you. When you see a caterpillar on the floor, do you like how it looks? But you like the appearance of a butterfly. Do not be afraid. Okay? Because those that are with you, fighting for you, are more than those who are against you. See, I'm coming out stronger. See, I will wait upon the Lord. If you must wait upon the Lord, you must wait in His word until His word becomes a part of you. David said, and I quote, says, Your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. If you are in the presence of God, if you are in God's presence, if God's presence is in you, what can happen to you? The Bible says that those that trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion that can never be moved. But what? Endure forever. To trust in the Lord is not just to believe in what he can do. To trust in the Lord is to wait. Tell anybody, wait in the word of God. Bible says, after Christ was ascended, he told the disciples, he says, tarry ye in Jerusalem until you do what? The Spirit of God comes upon you. If you wait in the word of God, the presence of God is the Spirit of God. Would do what? Would envelope you. Say, I'm getting better. Say, I'm blessed beyond measure. You can see how sweet the affirmation is in your mouth. But can you also side by side as you are feeding your beautiful skin with creams, with foods that improve your outlook, can you also beautify your spirit with the word of God on a daily basis? I mean on a daily basis. Joshua, in the simplest form, said keep the word of God in your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. To meditate on the word of God is to be in the presence of God. That's how to enter into the kingdom when you meditate on the word of God. Seeing the word of God as a place. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Is somebody being blessed? This is not a message to get you excited. It's a message you should apply. You are a power base. 
Your heart is a processing plant for the word of God. When you take your time to focus on the word of God, your heart will process, will dissect, will reposition, will place what needs to be in its place. Like I was saying earlier on, the name of the Lord is not just a name that is higher than other names which you can use to defeat other names. The name of the Lord is also a place. Am I communicating? That's why I said your heart is the what? Processing place to position, to draw a battle plan. Now, the word of God for me is God himself. Now, I don't just study the word of God because of the fact that I want to be sound in doctrine. I studied the word of God through my understanding, my heart, as a processing place, as God himself, according to John 1 verse 1. So when I see the word of God as God himself, I begin to say, oh, okay, as I'm taking it, I'm, I'm aligning with the spirit of God. And that's why I said your heart is what? Processing plants. So the word of God can be used for different purposes. The word of God can be the presence of God, and the word of God can be the name that's higher than every other name. That, as the mention of the name, on is Shabao. If I'm in the presence of God, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death. Let me tell you something. You that is complaining that I have weakness. I have weakness. My weakness will kill me one day. Bible says, he guides me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. In order for me not to bring disgrace into his kingdom, God Almighty will help me to manage my weakness. That's what, if you can understand it. Focus on the word of God long enough. Don't focus on the theoretical part of the word of God. How sweet it is sounding in the mouth of your pastor. When you are meditating on the word of God, what picture comes to your mind? Is it the way your pastor dissected it? Or you are bringing life. You are bringing the right pictures when you are meditating on the word of God. I know that's how I'm making sense. If you are only meditating on the word of God, I mean you are remembering the word of God. To, rem to meditate is to remember. To think back. To reflect. Once you are reflecting on it, are you reflecting it on the way I said it? Or you are reflecting on it personally? When I say you are blessed, and you get to want to remember that I said you are blessed, do you visualize my picture when you say, I said you are blessed? Or you actually see yourself as blessed? There are two things. When you continue to visualize, I remember that I said you are blessed. No blessing will come upon you. But when you have received it, and you visualize the blessing on your own life, that's when the blessing will come. If you visualize it the first way, you are only implementing the theoretical part, which is only when I said it. I, when you visualize when I said it, you continue to see what I am saying. But when you receive it, and you process it through your mind, and you say, the man of God said, I'm blessed, and you begin to see yourself inside the blessing, you picture how you want your own blessing to look like. That's when the word of God will work for you. See, my mind is a processing plant to receive and to create. Do you know that you begin to gain the boldness that you need when you begin to see the word of God in the right perspective. Through this is your same mind. 
We have not been taught how to receive the word of God all along. That's the reason why you'll be going to church, you'll be a member, you'll be listening to, you'll be taking to instructions for a man of God, but nothing is working for you because you have not been taught how to process. Tell about process. To process is to think yourself. When I say you are blessed, when you get home, don't say, ah, man, I'm blessed. Say, don't remember that I said you are blessed. Sit down and see yourself in the blessing. You begin to imagine how the blessing looks like and picture yourself inside it. That is when you have received what I have said. This is how to receive processing plans. But when you only remember what I said, nothing for, nothing for you. Everybody enter into God's kingdom. If you are conversant with the podcast, you can easily locate your Spotify application where you can catch us up by searching Apostle Solomon Paul on Spotify. And we are on Google Podcasts as well with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. We're also on Breaker Radio with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. And under the name Apostle Solomon Paul, you'll find every of our broadcasts and you can click on any where you can be inspired by the Spirit-filled message as delivered by us in Jesus' name.